Superbrain is a labour of love. Alas, no podcast can survive on love alone. We don't have a sponsor, so we need your support for Superbrain to stay alive and kicking. You can make a one-off donation by following the Support This Show link in the show or episode description. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello and welcome to Superbrain, the podcast for everyone with a brain. My name is Sabina Brennan and this week I am taking a close look at secrets. Do you keep a secret bottled up inside you? Are you terrified that somebody will find out? Is it something that you feel ashamed of? Or is it something that you feel guilty about? Do you feel there's a good reason for keeping keeping the information secret? Do you think about the secret when you are alone? All of these things matter in terms of how the secret impacts on your health and well-being and whether you might be better offloading the secret or keeping it under wraps. According to research, chances are that you don't just have one secret, but 13. Yes, On average, we have 13 secrets at any one time, five of which we will never have told anyone about. I was kind of surprised at the numbers. And so I took an online survey contributing to the research in this area. And lo and behold, I do have some secrets lingering, mainly from my childhood, that I had totally forgotten about. Now, I'll share the link to the survey, but if you don't want to be triggered about long forgotten secrets, my advice would be not to take the survey. But if you feel that you won't be triggered, then it's kind of a fun self-awareness sort of thing to do. And in the process, you are acting as a research volunteer and contributing to this important research on secrets. The most reassuring thing about this research is that all of us tend to have the same sort of secrets. And it's kind of ironic, really, because most of us keep secrets so that we will remain socially acceptable. But most of the things that we keep secret are the same as each other. So, like, we're kind of all the same and we're keeping the same secrets from each other. So it's like just a bit mad. Anyway, there are, wait for this, 38 categories of secrets that we keep from each other. Um, The most common being thinking about, and there's no real surprises here, thinking about having relationships with another person while already in a relationship, romantic desire while single, sexual behavior, so like the consumption of pornography, masturbation, fantasies and so on, or having told a lie that you don't want to be found out out on. Now, there's a big difference between keeping a secret that has consequences and keeping personal information private. And I think some of those most common secrets, inverted commas, that I've just listed are just personal information that you're perfectly entitled to keep private. And, you know, a lot of them don't necessarily have consequences. I suppose maybe they do. 
maybe a bit of embarrassment, you know, if somebody finds out that you fancy the guy sitting across from you in the office, but like they're not huge consequences. Not the same as finding out. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I won't get dragged down that little rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Anyway, I am going to list the other items from the list. Because when I was researching this um, topic of secrets for you guys, I was curious to know what other people kept secrets about. Since because they're secrets, people don't really talk about them. And on that basis, I'm assuming that you too will be curious about these items. So these are just in alphabetical order. So not order of importance or, uh, you know, uh, commonality, you know, common frequency or you know anything like that literally just alphabetical order and um, having said that the, the the first one on the list actually is quite a big one and uh, quite understandable um that why given um <clears throat> given the way the world works why people would keep it a secret so the first one is abortion excuse me <coughs> <coughs> excuse me <coughs> abortion so people keeping a secret that they have had abortion. And I am recording this episode in the week that Roe versus Wade has been overturned. And I just can't believe it. Uh, you know, and everybody has been uh, referencing um, the TV drama. Oh, God. And the name of it's just after escaping me. Um, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I really don't know what to say. It's a whole podcast episode in and of itself, really. Um, but um, yeah, uh, it's like we're going back backwards rather than forwards in the US. I'm very glad that I don't live there. But um, my heart breaks for anybody who does live there. Um, uh, anyway, uh, the second one on the list is uh, second secret is ambition. So having kept a secret ambition, a secret plan or a secret goal for yourself. Um, the third one then is about uh, beliefs or ideologies Um, keeping a belief secret, for example, your political views, religious views, views about social groups or prejudices. So I'd say that's more common than we realize you know people working in a liberal office keeping um you know their prejudices or religious beliefs uh, under wraps etc or vice versa the other way around I think there's a lot of self-preservation goes on in the form of keeping that kind of information secret um counter normative so this one's interesting and it's kind of it it, it comes up near the top of the list alphabetically but it probably doesn't really make sense until you've kind of heard the whole list because it's refers to people keeping secrets about having an unusual behavior that's not related to any of the other categories so really until you've heard all the categories um it doesn't make sense so the next one is about keeping a secret about um you having used illegal drugs or having abused or being addicted to a legal drug like alcohol or painkillers. Next one is having committed like emotional infidelity. So not involving sexual infidelity, but for having an appropriate, inappropriate emotional connection with someone or uh, having a relationship that didn't involve sex, but involved, say, flirting or kissing, etc., uh, the next one is related to employment. So having kept a secret job or an employment that you have. So, yeah, that's interesting. I haven't heard of someone doing that, but I have heard of people 
keeping a secret that they lost their job. Gosh, I remember working with a girl and her husband, oh, it's very sad, her husband has lost his job for weeks. And it was before they were just coming up to get married and he used to leave the house every day. Oh, very sad. But I haven't heard the other way around. People, although maybe, yeah, yeah, I suppose, as you think about these things. Anyway, um, this one I've mentioned already, it's the thought about having relations with another person while you're already in a relationship. I'd imagine that's relatively common. I'm sure people dream about having relationships with Ryan Reynolds or movie stars or whatever. Maybe it's more problematic if it's about having relations with your husband's brother or um, your next door neighbour. Anyway, (laughs) sorry, I'm responding as I read these. (laughs) So (laughs) for the first time, uh, curious to know what you think as well uh, on your first response to them. Uh, It doesn't mean I'm not taking them seriously. Okay, uh, secrets. uh, Have you ever kept a detail about your family secret? I think most of us have. Um, I think most of us were probably instructed by parents as well to keep a family secret. Actually, I remember chatting to a school teacher of uh, here in Ireland, we have junior infants. Our kids start school very young, they start at four. So um, they said it's just hysterical, the, the secrets that they get from out of the mouths of babes. Um, literally, they get all the family secrets. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Anyway, um, finances, keeping secret details about your finances or the amount of money that you have. I've never kept my financial information secret. Um, (coughs) I have no money, so there's nothing to be secret about. Um, Having kept a secret about a habit or addiction not involving drugs. Um, So, yeah, I suppose that would be, say, something like an addiction to gambling or something like that. Have you so this would be the next one would be a secret um, about a hidden relationship or keeping a past relationship secret. Um, This one seems a little odd to me. Having kept a hobby secret. Interesting. Or a possession Okay, I get the possession one. I now I've never kept a possession secret, but I did have a friend who used to buy new clothes and hide them in the spare room. And then she would gradually move them into her wardrobe. And when her husband would say, oh, is that new? She'd say, no, I have that weeks. She wouldn't be lying, but she'd have it weeks in the other room. Anyway, um, uh, people lying, people, sorry, people keeping secrets about having engaged in something illegal other than drugs or stealing. Uh, people having kept a secret about a lack of having sex, i.e. that you are not or were not having sex at some point. Well, I just spoke at a menopause conference and there was a lot of women talking about their lock, loss of libido during the menopause. So a lot of women there not keeping secret about the fact that they were not having uh, sex, which was a good thing, I think. Um, keeping secrets about having lied to someone. This seems weird down as a secret. This seems more like a surprise to me. People having kept a secret about planning to propose a marriage. That just seems like it doesn't belong here. That really just seems like a surprise thing to me. Anyway, having kept a secret uh, about a mental health issue or that you are dissatisfied with something about yourself other than your physical appearance, for example, your fears, anxieties, depression, mental disorders, eating disorders, etc. Well, that is a very serious one. Um, uh um and you know it's one of those where you kind of go yeah it's good to talk about it in 
one circumstance, but then in another, you know, depending on your workplace, you do wonder whether, and I do understand from dealing and speaking with people who have issues about whether, you know, their concerns that they will be treated differently if they do disclose. Anyway, um, uh, other ones are uh, keeping a secret that you were in a relationship with somebody who they who was actually in another relationship and um, <clears throat> causing someone else, keeping a secret that you actually at one point in time caused another person harm, either physically or emotionally um, keeping a secret about a specific story about yourself unrelated to any of the other categories. Okay. Um, keeping a secret that you're dissatisfied with something physical about yourself. I don't know why that seems a little odd to me. Most of us, well, a lot of women talk openly about all the things they hate about themselves. Anyway, uh, about their bodies. Um, uh, keeping a secret about poor performance at work or at school. Do you know, I, I was, we had friends over yesterday and we were just talking about um, a school suicide. And, and I just think this is such a big one. Uh, and I think it's very important. And I have spoken here about you know, exam stress and preparing for exams. And I, I just think this is um, this is such an important one that needs to be talked openly about it. And it is so important for parents to get the balance right with their kids and for kids to be able to be open about their performance at school. It's not the end of the world, but um, in their brains it can seem that way and they can see no way out and it's often really um does end very sadly in suicide it's not a good secret um preference having kept a secret having kept secret a preference for something for example not liking something that people think you like or liking something that people do not like i think that's really yeah part of wanting to be socially accepted certainly when you're younger saying oh yeah I love that and yeah absolutely hating it just so that you can be part of the gang Um, I think this next one is probably has been relatively common as well keeping a secret um, keeping a pregnancy secret um, romantic desire this is yeah one I mentioned already when you're actually uh, single so keeping a secret that you have a crush that you're in love with someone that you want a relationship with a single uh, specific person uh, keeping secret that you're unhappy in a romantic relationships um, uh, keeping secret that you actually cause yourself physical harm at some point self-harm and then the final one is keeping secret that you actually commi committed uh, sexual infidelity and I think there's probably a lot of people that have kept that secret at some point in their life 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. So, yeah, sorry, it's kind of a long list, but it's kind of interesting to see that they are the 38. Um, kind of common uh, uh, secrets that people keep. Uh, and while it's kind of interesting, well, I thought it was interesting at first to kind of listen to them. And some of them I found surprising. Some of them I really personally wouldn't have classed as secrets at all. Um, some of them I can understand while I've never experienced them. Others, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of get need to get my head around. But I suppose if you delve into them, you can kind of start to see what ha- why and how they might happen. Anyway, it's a bit much to make any sort of sense of it um, in any meaningful way. And for researchers, it's also um, not helpful, uh, you know, in understanding the impact that secrets uh, can have on our well-being and the best way to deal with them or mitigate any negative impact that they might have. So these researchers have kind of delved further and probed people further on these and they found that people tend to see secrets as related to three different domains which makes it then easier to kind of um, study the secrets more and those three domains are uh, relationships goals and uh, moral um, secrets and you can see how that happens an awful lot of those you know the infidelities etc relationships the goals around your jobs etc and then the moral secrets you know harming people etc Now, obviously, some secrets have the capacity to be more damaging than other secrets. Um, And how can secrets damage us at all? Um, Well, we can become preoccupied by secrets and they can distract us from what we should be doing. So, you know, they can damage our life in that way and taking our attention away from what we should doing. But they can also interfere with our feelings of authenticity authenticity and and reduce our feelings of self-worth and our satisfaction with life so keeping secrets actually uses up energy and can be very fatiguing and another interesting part of this research is that if if you feel that there's a good reason for keeping this secret then it's likely to be less fatiguing but if the information is particularly charged and it can be really draining Now, depending on the nature and the magnitude of the secret that you're keeping, it can even affect your health and mortality rate. And there's one famous study from the 1990s that really illustrated this well. And it was men diagnosed with AIDS who were keeping their sexual orientation secret. They had more rapid progression of the disease and died sooner than those who were out about their sexual orientation. Now, the impact of, and actually, just as I think of it, um, I'm recording this, uh, it's Pride, it's Pride Month here in Ireland, but it's uh, been Pride Weekend. Um, and, you know, given again, thinking about the overturning of Roe versus Wade this week, um, you can't, but um, you can't help but think, and I hope I'm not catastrophizing, but you can't help but think, what's next, you know, um, will there be overturning of, uh, you know, the, the allowing um, same-sex marriage? Um, you know, will we go down that nasty route of criminalizing um, <clears throat> same-sex relationships? Excuse me. I've even heard people talking about, um, you know, tackling 
and criminalising um, contraception. And it's not that long ago that Ireland um, didn't even have availability of contraception. But also when it comes to uh, same-sex relationships, um, you know, my son, my youngest son is gay and happily married to a loving husband. And the year he was born, you know, it was still illegal. Uh, it was a criminal offence um, to be um, homosexual in Ireland. And we feel that we've come so far. I grew up in a very, very different Ireland that was um, very restrictive, uh, very repressed, very much under the control of Catholicism. And we've moved very far forward and we've been a very become a, a much more liberal state. It's still with, not without flaws. There's been a number of recent um, uh, uh, hate crimes against um, homosexuals. I still do have concerns, um, uh, you know, for the safety of my son. He lives in the city centre. Um, but <coughs> <coughs> nothing on the scale of you know what we see happening in the United States uh, this regression um that just comes from a place of hate I, I I I really just fail to understand it anyway I'm digressing um but anyway this you know kind of going back to secrets but I I suppose it's the same it, it, it's it's um forcing things back into secrecy you know and and the thing is it's the impact of not being comfortable enough to be yourself is very reliably related to lower well-being so keeping any part of who you are secret and that's not just about sexual orientation but any part of who you are keeping that secret is likely to have a negative impact on your well-being um and so, you know, that can be related to any part of your life. I mean, that would have happened if you're in a repressed, you know, religious family, you know, any part of, of, of who you are. Um, you know, just, you know, if you're female and, and in a very male-oriented society that's repressing and expecting you to behave in a particular way because you're female, uh, any sort of repression of, of who you are, it's going to have a negative impact on your well-being. Um, but anyway, if there's something from your life that you choose to keep secret, and it is your choice, um, I have things in my life that I chose, that I choose to keep secret. And I'm very open about a lot of things from my life, but there are some things that I've decided that I want to keep to myself. And the common wisdom is that it's better to share, um, uh, you know, that, that a problem shared is a problem halved. Or, um, and, and, and sharing secrets, uh, you know, it can and often does help. And it really can be helpful to get another perspective and often very helpful to get it from someone who is not an intimate part of your life. But it's also really important to remember that keeping a secret can both preserve and destroy an intimate relationship. So I think it's important to consider getting input from a third party who is not an intimate um relative or friend uh you know uh, uh objective in input preferably from someone who is trained um a good starting place um is to ask yourself is keeping this secret affecting my well-being if it is then perhaps it would be good to share with a third party if it's not then it may well be uh, a good idea to let sleeping dogs lie um 
So why can secrets be so damaging to our well-being? Well, we tend to, t to return to these issues when we are alone. We tend to ruminate about them time and again from the same perspective. And that's actually why fresh eyes and where fresh eyes can help. <clears throat> And the secrets that tend to linger tend to be those about which we feel shame and guilt. Um, you know, we feel low well-being or low, low self-esteem. These are the ones that are also related, you know, uh, as I've just said there, to the, this low um, or poor well-being. And when we feel ashamed, we tend to feel that we are a bad person to some degree. I remember talking to Colm O'Gorman, uh, the head of Amnesty International Ireland on this podcast, I think it's season two, uh, and he talked very openly about being repeatedly abused, actually repeatedly raped by a priest when he was a child. And he kept that secret for many, many years. He said he kept the secret because he felt so ashamed. And for me, that's one of the most heartbreaking things about child abuse, particularly child abuse, but particularly sexual child abuse. But actually, the more I think about it, it probably applies to any child abuse um, because it's true that when an adult hits you or beats you or even verbally abuses you, you feel shame. It's it, it like it's just so weird. You just want that ground to open up and swallow you. And, and, and if there's others present, if there's people to witness it, the shame is even greater. And I mean, obviously, the sexual shame when there's sexual abuse, there's this, you know, something about uh, associated with the sexual nature of it that even makes amplifies the shame. Um, but like I, I grew up in a time when corporal punishment I went to school rather in a time when corporal punishment was legal um, and for any of you listening um, who are too young to know what corporal punishment is uh, it, it means that teachers were basically allowed to hit us at school um, and, and I, I mean that's putting it mildly I mean they were literally allowed to, to beat the living daylights out of children for whatever reason took their fancy to be honest in boys schools the teachers used a leather strap frequently um, and I went to a girl an old girls school and the headmistress there this is primary school I'm talking about so for kids from age four to eleven um the headmistress there used the side of a ruler sometimes the side of that ruler actually had a metal strip on it and one of our particular teachers used to use her knuckles and she used to grab girls by the like the scruff of the neck um, or the back collar of their shirt school shirt <clears throat> and she'd punch them in the back for the terrible terrible trespass of not being able to spell a word or do a sum anyway I'm digressing again but um, I suppose the whole point I'm trying to make is the madness of the human condition that we can feel shame when violence or wrongdoing is perpetrated upon us and that shame can make us feel that we're a bad person and that feeling can make us keep that a secret and Ireland has a dreadful shameful past when it comes to the amount of abuse of abuse often of a sexual nature but not always perpetrated on its most vulnerable children and that abuse was kept secret um, not just by the children themselves, but also by the people who witnessed it and turned their heads the other way. Um, anyway, um, moving back to secrets, when people feel guilty 
so there's shame and then there's um, feeling guilty secrets as a con- you know consequence of, of of guilt and when people feel guilty rather than thinking I'm a bad person they tend to think I have done a bad thing which is still not great I'm not a fan of guilt because um, it doesn't serve any purpose but it does seem to be more healthy than shameful thinking than the shameful thinking of I am a bad person Anyway, one of the leading experts um, in secrets um, is Michael Slepian. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that name right, but that's actually how it's spelt. But he says, secrecy creates a conflict between the goal to connect with others and the goal to keep the secret information unknown, which manifests in feelings of social isolation and motivational conflict. So basically, I think as humans, we this means that as humans, we have a drive to connect, to be social, but our need to keep the secret interferes with that, making us feel sad, lonely and isolated and these in turn impact on our sense of well-being and our general life satisfaction so we feel less authentic than we would like to in some circumstances opening up can make us feel more authentic more satisfied and closer to others but that's not always the case impulsively blurting out a secret you know the pressure can build and impulsively blurting out a secret can release the inner pressure but you know, it really could set in motion a series of absolutely disastrous events. Now, of course, some secrets are utterly benign, but the bigger the secret, the more conflict between the cost of keeping the secret and the consequence of revealing it or having to keep the secret under coercion or duress due to dysfunctional family dynamics and the greater you know, due to dysfunctional family dynamics, um, you know, the pressure of that all of those things or any of those things, then the greater the resulting isolation and impact. Anyway, um, that's kind of my little, the results of my little delve into um, secrets. There's just so much more in there. And that's really just the tip of the iceberg. It's kind of a fascinating topic. If you are struggling with the secret for any of these reasons, please do consider contacting an appropriate helpline for confidential support. My name is Sabina Brennan and you have been listening to Super Brain, the podcast for everyone with a brain. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 